know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just Tip Off, the NBA podcast, still vying for one of the replacement all-star positions. Right? There's currently one available? Already? Just one? One, Just one available, for right? Now. Right? Yeah, one available. The all-star... No, who else? Jeremiah Green and... Maybe. Oh, that's right. So there's two, two spots available. Well, maybe even three. Depends on when Brown. LeBron, yeah. All right, there's... Two to three spots available right now. The All-Star of Reserves were announced about five minutes ago. We were 100% on top of it and knew it was happening. Yeah, totally didn't fall into that one. Yeah, definitely didn't fall into that one. So, we're East, West, we'll start. Where, where do you want to start? How about West? How about we start with the West? Alrighty then. <laughs> so, we know the, the, uh, the starters in the East are going to be... Uh, going to be Kevin Durant. He was the leading vote-getter, so he's the captain. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, and Mar DeRozan are your starters. Jamar DeRozan. And then the reserves announced... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's right. That's... I mean, they, they, they pick and choose on whether or not DeMar is going to be a guard or not. <laughs> If I always forget that. It's what? Two front court, three back court, right? Yeah. Okay. Although, Marta Rosen is not a guard. No, but he's more of a guard than Thunder Ant. Okay. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. And the reserves in the East are Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Vliet. Steady Freddy! First, first, first all-star appearances for Darius Garland and Fred Van Vliet yeah. and Trey Young. Uh, no, Trey's been one. Trey's been one. Okay. Um, that's uh, pretty cool, man. And I'm not really. I'm kind of a little surprised that they. Well, there, there's a lot of people to choose from. I'm happy for Chris Middleton. That's 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 a dub. Um, he's not not his first all-star appearance, but he definitely gets overlooked a lot next to uh, Giannis, so that's, uh, that's good. He still gets that recognition for, for being how good he is. Um, Bulls got two players. Both. Bulls, Hawks, and Nets. Or Bulls, Nets, and Bucks all go. got two players in. Um, which, I, I think that tracks. The only thing I, I was kind of salty about was that Jared Allen didn't get any love, which he's, he's been amazing. He's been excellent this he's year. He's been very good. You know, it's just that he'll get the next one. Which I mean, like, come on, Joel Embiid, really? I mean, get Air <laughs> Allen in there. He could be a replacement for he could. guys. He so could. He could. Uh, and, and I would guess that with Durant, possible Durant, he's, I don't, he, I, we could see one of the Charlotte. Although, okay, we got a. wishes they had a. Got uh, they got nobody. Members. Ball and Bridges both yep. got uh, overlooked. Yeah, their potential. I guess we can go into all-star snubs slash replacement guys. And I think, as you said, Allen might be one, and both um, Miles Bridges and Lamelo Ball are also potential well, replacement in, players. I mean, in the East, though, you just got one spot that, for Kevin Durant. True. Um, so I do, do the replacement spots have to follow the same as to be a front court versus back court player, or is it whoever? I'm not 100% Let's say it sure does. on that. And so that would eliminate Lamelo Ball then. Yeah, that would so take him out. You're looking at Miles Bridges. You're looking at Jared Allen. Those are the two that I would I would pick. Um, the Bulls already got their players. The Heat they got Jimmy Butler. 
Uh, and Tyler Hero is a guard, so probably wouldn't pick him. 26ers got Joel, and he's really the team. Bucks got two. Cavs, again, we said Jared Allen. Um, Evan Mobley would be a nice one, but again, I think he's just a little... That would be great as a, as a freshman, but probably not likely. Um, Vucevic, maybe for the Bulls, although there's a lot of mouths to feed in Chicago, so I, he's obviously had a down he's year. Okay. Shaq thought Sabonis was going to – was it was an all-star, <laughs> he did, so uh, – He did that, which is funny. No, I mean, he's been an all-star the past couple seasons. As a replacement. Uh, one year he got him legit. Okay. Didn't he, I think. I don't know about that. I think. I they're 13th in the East. I yeah. don't – not great. However, he is leading the Pacers in points, rebounds, and assists right now. Okay. 2012 well, and 5. 2012 and 5. Beal's missed a lot of time. That's probably why he's not on this list this year. Yeah, I mean, but just like two years ago, he was, I think it was after, it was before the Russell Westbrook trade, and he was just going off, having like a 30 point. He was going for the scoring title, uh, but he wasn't an all star that year. They put um, the bonus in as a reserve over him, which was interesting. Um, now that you got me thinking about it, is this Trey Young first? I think it is. Oh, shit. I, I, I see. Either way, well, you'll check that out. I'm most excited to see, uh, I guess, Darius Garland in the, uh, yeah, let's cast right here. See him, uh, to get into his first All-Star game. He's had a, a great year, especially with all the turmoil and uh, injury, really, that uh, the Cavs have had. Uh, a little disappointed that they don't have Miles Bridges in for the Hornets just because he's a back dunker. Always fun to watch an All-Star game. Uh, Trey Young is a two-time All-Star now. Ah, okay. So we did have one. Two-time. <laughs> well, what do we got in the West? The West, the West starters are LeBron James, Nikolai Jokic, Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, and John Morant, with the reserves being Evan Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Carl Anthony Towns. Man, this 50% of the fan vote certainly make an impact, because I swear, the Warriors fan base votes for the All-Star game more than any other <laughs> fan base. Like, I know Draymond's having a good season. I know Wiggins is having a good season. I know Curry's having a good season. But all three? Are you kidding me? I'll give it to Curry. 50% of the vote. I would give it to Curry. I would probably even give it to Draymond. But Wiggins? He is having a great year, and I do not want to take that away. Yes. I don't want to take that away from him. Like, better than Devin Booker? No. Come on. Get out of here. Although yeah. I guess Devin Booker is considered a, a backcourt player, and Wiggins what does that is a, Wiggins they got freaking Demar Derozan as a goddamn guard, and Wiggins is a frontcourt player. So I guess your frontcourt options theoretically Luke, would have been Gobert, Draymond Green, or Carl Anthony Towns. Any of those would have been better, and literally any of them. Yeah, I, it's that's iffy. Wild it's that's iffy. Wild um, possible snubs or slash. There's okay, so there's two. Raymond Green is out for sure, and we don't know about LeBron being out. So in the West, that Ooh, who does that leave us Dickens, with? Man. I mean, Aaron Fox maybe. No. Um, okay, so look, I'm looking at Anthony the Edwards, right? possibly Anthony Edwards. I'm looking at the no Lillard, right now, no McCollum, and it's not looking good for the West, man. Like the, the Trailblazers on down. 
are the 10 seed, and nobody in there I would even consider as, like, all-star caliber worthy. Um, Brandon Ingram's missed a ton of games this year. Like, Lakers, Anthony Davis missed maybe, a ton of games. Still, not even. And started off slow. Clippers, Paul George, I'm surprised, didn't get I any miss, love. He missed a lot of games. He's been, he's been out for a couple of months, at least a month. Already, yeah. So. When he was playing, he was on pace, though. Um, True. So that's interesting, but... I guess if, you know, like you said, missed a lot of games. And Edwards is a good pick. He might be one of the replacement guys. Yeah, I could see he, him being a replacement guy. He's had a good year. I, I mean, look at look where Hell, the Timberwolves are. I mean, if Wiggins are. is able to make it, Desmond Bain, why not? Bain, yeah, Bain's had a good year. And we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about him in, in the next cast for sure. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think if you look at... I, I mean, Anthony Edwards, I think... I mean... 22 points, five rebounds, three assists. Again, more of the flashy personal numbers, I would say, out of your guard spot. Although they got him listed as a shooting forward. So there you go. If he's listed, I mean, a small forward. So if he's listed at the small forward, he could also be in Wiggins' spot. But when you look at a stat line of 22, five, and let's 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 say four, and then we go to the Golden State Warriors. Look at Desmond Baines. Numbers, and we'll look at Desmond Baines as well. You look at the Warriors. Wiggins, 18, 4, and 2. All right, so stat-wise, in all categories, Anthony Edwards has a better stat line. And then we go to the Memphis Grizzlies, and we'll take a look at Desmond Baines. And he is 18, 4, and 2. Dylan Brooks would have been interesting had he not gotten hurt, but I that would have been a reach, I think. I think um, so. I would pick over Dylan Brooks. But, that's, that's a personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like uh, Dylan Brooks' shot selection. He's a great defender, but he takes some yeah. Oh, which, again, coming from Westbrook, Dan. But I, I yeah, that, say, but. that Wiggins one really surprised me. And I think there's less, at least in, in the West, there's less seemingly all-star snubs, and I think a lot of that is due to guys being injured. Like, no CJ, no Dame, both have missed time. AD's missed time. Um, Anthony, uh, 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 Fox, De'Aaron Fox has missed time. I mean, the West just looks kind of weak right yeah, now. Yeah, Brandon Ingram's missed time. Zion's been out the entire time. Yeah, the it's, first times in a couple of years that the, I can remember, like, Significantly, the East is is looking a lot stronger. I mean, the, again, top heavy. This is what it was back in the for the East a couple of years back. But the Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies this year. I agree. As and then they kind of falls off to some teams that have been riddled by injury or just are kind of still uncertain. Now, I wouldn't trust the Mavericks as a contender. Like they're going to be interesting. Um, Nuggets are, are hamstrung by their injuries. Timberwolves are figuring something out, which is kind of funny to see. But then Clippers, no Kawhi, no PG, Lakers, AD and LeBron have been in and out. Portland, yeah, you're right. It's, it's in, an injury riddled West. The West competition would have been so interesting. <clears throat> but, I mean, three teams who would have made it interesting are all dealing with significant injuries. So. I mean, that has, I guess... I, I, I guess I, he could do Shea. He's also had a SGA, lot of injury. yeah, and he's had an, he hasn't had as good a year. I mean, it's it's helped teams like the Memphis Grizzlies, although I think Memphis would still be up there. Maybe not the three right now, but I think they would still be up there. So in terms of, like, just pure snubs, it, it doesn't really feel 
at least to me anyways, like the West has a ton due to injuries. I feel like there's more guys in the East where you're like, man, I'm surprised you player didn't make it. There's more A, stuff, yeah. yeah, A or B didn't make it. Um, yeah, your holidays missed time. Ky- obviously, we you know the Kyrie situation. Um, Bradley Beal's missed time with injury. Julius Randle's had a down year. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons isn't even playing. The Pacers as a whole team had a bad year. <laughs> so, but you know, it's good, good to see you know some some fresh faces, some new new uh, first time All Stars: Wiggins, John Morant, um, Jared Allen. Good to see those guys in there. I mean, Jared Allen's not there yet, but hopefully. He's an all-star. Not my bad. Not Darius Dar- Dar- Garland. Garland outside. But uh, we're going to be excited. I don't remember. When's the here? All-star game is on February 20th. Oh, and the game's in Cleveland? Yeah, man. 75th anniversary. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. So now both guards for the Cavs have made an all-star game. February 20th. Okay. Cavs got two all-star. Have, have, an all, have officially have an all, all-star backcourt. Went healthy. Sexton was in it last year. He was. So there you go, Cavs. <laughs> Winning without LeBron. This has been the best year they've had uh, you know, since he left, which is kind of fun to see. They built it the hard way. Um, oh yeah, kind of built at the 76ers way. Really. Kind of to uh, to touch on some of the other teams that are going through it right now. So to speak, the uh, Magic Pistons Pacers, um, they're going. Through, I think the Magic are playing. They're they're playing it the right way. We're as Cavs fans, we're very familiar with the uh, competitive tank. Uh, the Pistons have been coming along nicely with uh, Kate Cunningham and Sadiq Bay. The rest of the team kind of. Dumpster fire, but yeah, Jeremy Grant they pumped his numbers up so he got some trade value. But I was about to say he was an all star last year, right? No, he was not. He wasn't. He was not. You sure? I will bet money on it. All right, I thought he was because he had a good year last year. No, no, he had a he had numbers last year. He had numbers last year. Had some numbers at the beginning of the season, then this season fell off, and that's about where they stayed. Um, Again, he's a great defensive presence and. As maybe th- a third option or a second option on a, a really good one when you have a really good one. Okay, would so be great on the Mavericks. So here's the question: Would the trade deadline is fast approaching now? Are the Pistons going to stick with him, or do you think they try to go even younger and they get off him to a contender? Because you can probably get a first round pick for him right now. That's what you got to look for, and I think it's going to be tough considering the players or the people that you would be looking to trade to or trade him to. So I don't know what how much weight this actually has, but the word is that Jeremy Grant is so tight with the Pistons that they won't trade him to somewhere he doesn't want to go. Really, he's built that big that good of relationship already. I mean, I guess I, I think it's I guess in the he their, did. Sign as a free agent to the Pistons in the offseason. He picked them. He picked one of the worst teams in the league. He's also said that he wants to be like a number one option. He wants to be the guy in wherever he goes. So if he's got those kind of demands. That's some Ben Simmons esque, like, I'm not going anywhere. I, I mean, don't want to go. You look at teams in the East, 
you can go and say that at probably three teams. Pacers, Pistons, Magic. And in the West, you can probably go and say that at three teams. Spurs, teams, Spurs, Rockets. Because Fox is the guy in Sacramento and SGA is the guy in Thunder. There are only five, theoretically five teams that he can go to and be the guy. But He's only except, I, I don't think it's a major market team, but I think he would be in consideration for the Kings or maybe the Spurs. Um, some of these other options, like Orlando, I don't think he wants to go to. It's um, he, just one of those, you know, people have preferences on what they like and what they don't like. But um, I think it's going to be a lot more challenging. There's been a lot of talks about getting him to Chicago for Patrick Williams in the first, which, again, I'm sure Detroit would fucking love that because it matches exactly what they you want. Get, you, get, you get a young, very young good player, good up-and-coming player. And Patrick Williams, you get a draft pick. I don't know how good that draft pick is going to be, but again, draft pick. I mean, that you can get you can get good players late in the first round. It doesn't they? I mean, yeah, you just got to have a confidence right? um, Which oh shit, oh, man, about that. Well, they they they've shown they may know a little bit about basketball with the moves they've made and getting to be a clean house and, a little bit. Yeah, again. they've they've made some progress. I mean, they're number one in the East, so we can't fault them too, too much. But, no, you know, it's been a rough ten, rough decade for her, for Chicago. Two uh, decades. Yeah, outside. When did Jordan, reti- Jordan retire and go to the Wizards? Um, yeah. Do you, do you see any other, any other, let's say, any other contender, a potential contender who might be looking to make a move, add on, Bulk up for a playoff run, Celtics, or any or, or any other. Okay, I see. Or any other lower team who's like, all right, we got this guy who wants them. Like I said, the Magic, I could see Terrence Ross being traded for like, uh, you know, a, a, like a, a pick. So I don't know. Just so like, just the, if if a well, team needs the off the bench trying. scoring, I got you. Get like get like a pick or and Magic get like a pick. Uh, he was a guy I thought preseason. You look at the magic, and it's all young guys and Terrence Ross. Yeah. So I, my thought was, you know, you, get, you trade Terrence Ross, you get a draft pick, you trade him to a contender who just wants some shooting off the bench. I'm looking at those teams, and it's difficult to see who might. I, I mean, I agree. You, you look at the Celtics, and you the you, Nuggets you think they the biggest to, the the biggest possibility, but they've already got. They're they're a little in cap hell, aren't they? Not really, but they they've got a lot of contracts there tied up with Jamal, and they're going to have to pay if they choose to pay Michael Porter Jr. They did. did, they did. Oh, that's right. They give him a crazy contract. So you've got you've got maxes on Jokic, Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and you also don't have a cheap one on Aaron Gordon. So they're they're kind of tied cap wise, unless you know I don't know how I don't know how much how willing that owner is. Of um, shelling out a lot of his personal money um, to pay for a championship, you know, at least not this year. Why you don't have Jamal Murray? I don't necessarily say I don't see a market for Terrence Ross, but I don't see one that's for a team that's trying to contend right now. Like I think all the teams, it's, it's kind of interesting. Over the past maybe five years, we've started to see a trend more. Ever since they changed the uh, the odds shift. From being like you are almost guaranteed a top three pick if you get the last seed, to better odds if you are within like the last five or six yeah. teams. 
um, who missed the playoff. So it's a, uh, a bigger shift for like this 10 through 15. I don't see any of these teams who are actually going to try to make a, a push for the playoffs. Because why would you? Like it's, it's literally a, a fool's errand. True. Um, Okay, so then, let, then then we're looking more at these, as you said, these mid mid range teams, like the Celtics, who seemingly that's the only you look at I, I see could possibly, but they've already made a trade this year for some extra yeah. extra PJ Dozier who's injured, so I guess he's not going to play. Who else did they get? They got Bull 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 Bull, who's Bull, also Bull. not going to he's injured as well, so but, you he's know, not going to play. You know, you're you do look at them and you think, okay, you know, we've got. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and seemingly every championship team has a really good, like two and three, split, two or three spot guy, and you've got two of them, and it just hasn't worked. And you know it, they've had a ro- a rotating core of guards come in and out of that building, all with and the same MO. Though. It still hasn't worked. So the same MO. they're all score first point guards. None of them are pass first. Like, so, you know who they really need. CP3. Rajon Rondo. Well, yeah, they were fucking both CP3. Yeah. Hey, Chris, you want to come over to the Celtics? No. Uh, we'll give you a dollar. Yeah, we, I got you. Because that's Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> they were trying to get off his contract, so... If, oh, but, oh, man. Should have taken that 13 mil in LA, dude. Ah, man. Because uh, 5 mil, 5 mil, this is what he did. I think it was, like, he, closer to 90 mil. He... he Klein, whatever it was, a massive amount of money to go play for $5 million a year in Boston. For two years. Five mil a year, though. Oh, for two years. Over two years. Oh, really? Okay. So, instead of saying in bright, shiny, lovely LA, you went to Boston. That's about to get destroyed by the snowstorm we're getting hit by right now. (laughs) And guess where it's gotten you? You're both in the nine seed. Equally as shitty. Awkward. Yeah, no, that not great for old Dennis Schroeder here. Well, he's getting paid money, so you know. I, all right, he's getting can't, can't throw too many stones. Uh, more but. than we're ever going to see, but no, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I'm interested in in the East, uh, the Raptors and the Celtics to see what they do. And the Hawks are in the seed right now. The Hawks, I know, are contending. They're trying. To, After last year, you can't not be. And especially trading away a first as well. They're 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 committing. They're committing to. Uh, put, right, they, they they just traded away their first for uh, you know, Kevin Knox and or, no, sorry, they got they, a first. Didn't they? Did they get a first off that? Oh, I'm because sorry, right, they right. traded Cam Reddish. They got a first. Yeah. So but got, as we said, when when we just, when that trade happened, it kind of made more sense because they have just a lot of depth at that that. Two, three, you know, they've got they had a, Bogdanovich, Herder, yeah. Reddish, Hunter. They kind of had a lot of guys in that area. And I think at the time, Reddish was the odd with the bottom of the totem pole um, of those four. So so the Raptors in the eight seed right now, um, OG Anunoby, uh, Pascal Siakam, Fred, Steady Freddy, the old all-star himself. Gary Trent Jr. is playing very Having well. Ball, Scotty Barnes has looked like a great pick. Yeah. I mean, they've got a solid... Four, guys, kind of four or five, four or five guys, guys there. Um, I they don't really have a, a great never had a great center. center option. Yeah, I was about to say Not that. Jonas. Yeah, geez. I mean, then they traded him to get Marcus Saul, and they won a championship. But they also had Quayle Leonard, mm. so it might have had something to do with it. But yeah, uh, yeah. 
They, yeah, uh, based on where Jonas Valanciunas is right now and Marcus Saul is right now, I'm going to go ahead and say that was probably a little more, uh, a little more Kawhi Leonard. It was also, yes, it was definitely a, it was an, a move that, that paid dividends. It did. It did. Um, you bought, you bought it. You literally bought a championship. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's something to say. Um, that's probably what they. I don't know what their draft pick situation looks like, but if I were the Raptors, as much but as... But who would you trade? Who would I trade? You, you think I they're trade traders? Or... That, we just, that we neglected to mention that we just talked about right there. So Precious, Precious Achua, um, Chris Boucher. Yeah, if you can trade um, Chris Boucher, as much as he was fun in the G League and for a spot yeah. in there... He is not. He's like twenty eight years old, man. Yeah, he, he he was an old guy. I mean, so you're looking at probably Precious Achua, Boucher, Rogic is on this team making nineteen million dollars a year. Nineteen million. Yeah, oh, that's so. That's funny. a bad contract. That's rough. Um, honestly, that those are your three main guys. Maybe Kemba. You'd have to give away assets to get rid of Rogic. Uh, yes, so you that's, would. That's a you, you're writing out that contract. Precious Achua, you, you're hoping he. he he is. They were trying to take a swing. They got him for kind of cheap. And I don't. Magic, I don't think okay. it can be like or no, from the heat. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's an awful swing. But with like, with already having Barnes, OG, and Siakam, Ooh, I tell you what, you what kind this? of you kind of make a Tua obsolete. You get Prince. You trade Prince to Tua to the Wizards for one of their three centers. You go for Dan Gafford if you could. So what? What if? What if you went? You, you, you think they would go? I really, think, like, if you're really trying to get Prince to chew it off, you take Thomas Bryant, who just also went out with an ankle. So, so, you, so you, you think the Wizards would go at Chua for Gafford straight up? Mm, they might have to give, like, a second, a second-round pick for that. Okay. Um, I think also Gafford a, would be a good fit. Oh, yeah, Gafford, I, I love that guy. That guy's a good... He, unfortunately, is a victim of a three-center rotation, which is unfortunate. That's stupid. Um, it's, it, it's what the Wizards are trying to figure out. They, they don't really have a good direction right now. They've got a bunch of good, like, role-player pieces. Kyle Kuzma's carrying the team. And- yeah, right? <laughs> right right now, we are... So the Wizards made a deal for Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, and have Bradley Beal, and Kyle Kuzma is carrying that roster right now. Which he's having his good... He's having some good um, games. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is... Every now and then, he's he's having a good game. I think he just had a triple-double uh, last night or two nights ago, which, you know, again, when he's hitting, he's hitting. Um, they, the thing about the Wizards, which, uh, not that they're one of my teams or anything, but... Not, anymore, uh, not anymore. No, uh, they lost their the one thing they had going for them. But they have enough capital to make something happen. What I'm worried for, and if, you're any, if there are any Ringer fans out there, get ready to drink, um, Bradley Beal. The big question around him, should he stay, should he go? I don't know. Um, does he sign the max deal? Should they give him the max deal? Uh, that's kind of been a poison apple for anyone who signs the Supermax because as much as I love Russell Westbrook, that is his biggest flaw right now. Yes, I said that is his biggest flaw. You can, you can take his bad shooting. You can take his poor defense. You can take his ball dominance. And you can work around that if he's only on like a $20 million deal. Mm-hmm. He's getting paid twice that. 
Yeah. And he is that right there is just a complete negative on your cap space. So yeah. as much as I love that guy, that's the kind of deal you could be looking at if you did that too. Again, I know Bradley Beal is not Russell Westbrook. He can shoot the three ball. He's excellent in the paint. He can do cutting. He's he's better on defense, but he's also twenty eight. So imagine paying a thirty three year old sixty million dollars. Yeah, sixty million dollars. That's kind of a lot of money. That's not as bad as Jimmy Butler, thirty-eight year olds getting paid sixty million dollars or fifty million dollars. But still, unfortunately, the way that these teams are having to, um, you know, work that system is you get a guy who you sticks around for a little while. He puts up some good numbers, gets an All-Star selection, you know, all defense or all all NBA team, and now you've got the opportunity to give him the supermax deal. And you're like, uh, and then yeah, and then you're you're stuck with it. Is it is this what this guy is going to be in four to five years? And the problem with all all these NBA contracts is you know they're always like backloaded. So in the worst, potentially the worst time of that contract is when they're getting paid the most, which means you are in cap hell the worst time you could be in. As you look at John I don't, Wall, man. Yeah, I don't, you know. Is there an a, unfortunate thing that it was, he getting injured and then another injury on top of that. He didn't play three years. He made years. $40 million a year. Don't make that money. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost like, are, can you front load that? Is there a rule against front? I don't think, I think you can, as long as it's written out in the contract, why not pay the guy the most while he's at the at the peak of his powers, and then at the end yeah. he's got a less lucrative deal. However, that yeah. becomes a more team friendly, tradable contract. And I think that's probably why the players are against it because it takes away a little more job security and a little more of that long term deal. It's easier for you to be bought out. It's easier for you to be traded where you don't want to trade. It it's not as beneficial to the player I have, because okay. it gives them more one, stability when it's backloaded. One thing I have gripes with amongst many things but one thing I take real gripes with is players not wanting to go to certain locations every team every city on this list I'll, I'll, even okay don't I'm not trying to throw shade you're at Detroit say Cle- oh so you're going to say Cleveland well Cleveland's okay, okay. Let, let's be honest Detroit. In, ter- but, in terms of every city though on this list Oklahoma City's probably like the smallest like okay what are we doing here well city? they're not the smallest market but no but like city wise city wise could maybe Indianapolis um India is a great town and and, and, and you're and you're close enough to Chicago with Indy if you really wanted to do something I mean there's, there's yeah I got I got you city, Detroit so. Detroit is like who even in Detroit there's it's some, amazing that there's four professional sports teams in that town They've, they, I mean, they're, they've got a lot of old money, but um, Ford, a lot of Gene, a lot of car money. They do, they do. Uh, anywho, it's that's where I have gripes. Players not wanting to go to places because they don't like a certain town or a certain place. Not really a good reason, but again, I guess I can't compare. Um, hopefully, I don't remember how we got on this conversation, but it's. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. Like, it's, you know, you get traded, you get traded, you know. I mean, I, I feel like, I, I feel like above, I feel like above giving, all those, these, Bradley these, yeah, all that money. these guys want to play above if, all. If you're the Wizards and you plan to trade this guy or you don't plan to trade this guy, you really got to nut up 
and either pay him or trade him now, and then some team will, 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 will pay Someone's going to pay Someone always pays them. That's what we've seen in the NBA. Someone always pays these guys. One thing to note, even when Bradley Beal was the guy and he had nothing around him, the highest he got you was like a nine seed. Didn't even get you the eight seed. Oh, just Bradley Beal? Just Bradley Beal. It took Russell Westbrook to drag them to the eight seed mm-hmm. where they promptly got business in the first round. But all I'm saying is if you're going to pay somebody max money, I would hope that he's like Damian Lillard or uh, LeBron James or one of these kind of players who can take nothing and turn it into something. Bradley Beal needs players around him. Do you play in a player max, max money to not be the number one guy? Bradley Beal's a great number two. Hell, he'd be the best number three in the world, if he went to a team like the 76ers, oh my god, are we talking about Bradley Beal trades right now? And everything I hate. We are the rent, we are turning into the ringer. Well, there's worse things to do. But, that's true. Um, it, basically, the Wizards need to figure out what kind of a, a direction they need to take. And I, I think that they're, they've been in such a, a lull for the past 40 years, they don't really know what to do. They haven't had a 50 week season. They haven't made a conference finals in 50, almost almost 50 years. Um, so that's that's tough. They need to bottom out, figure it out, or trade as much as they can to make something contending. But that's still right. What they're what they're doing right now is they are not contending and they are drafting in like the eight. 10 range every year, and that's not the worst place to be. You can build but, a lot of good role. You can draft good role players, and that's and I feel like that's all they've done. Like you're, they are getting good role players, but they're not bad enough during the regular season to get that high draft pick. And obviously, the lottery does even it out a little bit, but they keep getting these eight to ten spots, and it's not getting them the guys that you're going to you know build your franchise on. It just it just isn't. And maybe they just need one guy. I mean, look at Memphis. They drafted a ton of role players and John Morant. And Jaron Jackson Jr. And Jaron Jackson Jr. But, like, because John John Morant, both top five picks. Like, they had two top picks. The Wizards, not. They don't have two top five picks right now. And, you know, yes, you can get good role players, but I think we've kind of seen oftentimes that when it comes to a draft, you have, you know, if the, you know, take 60 players drafted, 30 will be on rosters, 15 of them will be at least role players, 10 of them starters, 3 of them potential franchise players in a draft, if that. So you really got to be in that top couple to get a John Moran, to get a, you know who else you could say right now? Lamella Ball looks like he's on that. He could be on that path. Anthony Edwards is flashing. You know, it's they're they're going to need to figure out what they want to be. And that, if that's that's a tough, easier said than done kind of deal. Um, yeah. Are there any teams that you think you know in that kind of meaty section of the of the standings, whether it be East or West, who just need to? I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on? Let's just say the Knicks. They're they're the 12th seed right now. They're so interesting because you've got a lot of older veteran players, Kemba, 
DeRose, Taj Gibson, Fournier, and then you've got a bunch of young guys, Sims, Grimes, Quickly, Toppin. I even put Mitchell Robinson in there. And then right in the middle of all of it, and R.J. Barrett's a young guy, and right in the middle of all of it is Julius Randle. <laughs> no, I was wondering. I was like, when and, are we getting to a and it's like, elephant in the room here? Yeah, and he's having a, a Russell, West, sorry, a Russell Westbrook-esque efficiency year right now. It's not good. And they've they've regressed. Their defenses have regressed again. Like we've talked about this last time. Like, you know, that's what teams are making the wide open threes against them this year. Their defense isn't as good because guess what? You got lucky. People were just freaking missed against you last year. Like, there's nothing like that happened. So I think I honestly, I think they've regressed back to the norm. And I think just I don't think Thibodeau's coaching style really works. It's a jolt of energy at the beginning. Just like it was for Bulls. Just like it was yeah. for the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. It's yep. not something that you can sustain for a long time because what do you yeah. know? Players will get hurt. Players will not be able to take all of that yes. type of... Yeah, exactly. So like, not only stress. are these players like running and running on the ground, there's very little development of your young players. That's because they're, they're not getting any playing time. They're lead- their starting players were getting outscored by their bench. Seriously, like, guys, we're tired. You, man. I mean, we're you watch, you watch the Knicks, and it sometimes it looks like the bench is playing a lot better team basketball. I mean, it's led by Derrick Rose half the time, but when it's Rose quickly, Toppin, Robinson, and like Grimes, or you know whatever combination of the young guys you want to put in, um, it's it looks better. It's more fun basketball versus, you know, it's where the starters are. All right, Blue Fanon's going to dribble. All right, he's going to take a shot. R.J. Barrett's going to dribble. All right, he's going to take a shot. <laughs> Who else? Walk. He's going to take a dribble. He's going to take a shot. He, he misses. Mr. Robinson gets the offensive rebound. Goes out to Randy, dribbles. Then takes a shot. Like, it's... Not a lot of ball. No, 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 no. I mean, they were, oh, they were last in assists per game last year. Yeah, it's not uh, not a conducive offense for success. No. Um, well, of, okay. One last question here before we get going, and it's going to get sent around the East here. Of the five teams in the back back portion of the East, that's the Wizards, Knicks, Pacers, Pistons, Magic, in that order from 11 to 15, who is in the best position? For next year. For next year. Next year specifically. So let's say really next year. Not five years, not three years, not two years. Next year. Or all these teams just need to go keep their head down for the next two seasons is what you're saying. I I don't think it's the Knicks. I I think the Wizards, as we talked about, do a little clarity issues on the Beal situation. The Pacers just seem like they're kind of spinning in circles. I don't know what they're doing. Honestly, it's probably I'm going to say I'm going to say the Magic, and I know they're at last in that group of five. But the only reason I say them is because they have all the young guys, and all they're doing is trying to develop their talent. We haven't even talked about the Magic. Yeah, I, I, I know that their their trajectory right now is a couple years down the line. They feel honestly like the most 
okay, we're no, we know what we're doing next year team out of all that. You don't know what you're doing with Sabonis or Miles um, or Miles Turner in Indiana. You don't know what you're doing with Randall in New York and all the old veterans. You don't know what you're doing with Beal and the Wizards. Pistons, you have Jeremy Grant. Not sure if they, they – I maybe they plan on keeping him, but to me, no. Magic seem like they're the ones who know what they're doing next year more than any other of those bottom five. Okay, okay. I can Be- see because they're all young and they're only – only look right now is develop the young players. They have the old Cleveland Cavaliers of 2019 uh, aspirations. Because it's basically we know we're going to be bad, but let's tank with a purpose. Yeah, we know we're going to be... Competitive tank, if you will. Yeah, just play your young guys. Develop them. We're going to lose games because they don't know what's going on. Exactly. Even your fans are going to understand that, okay, we are bad, but... Have you met a Magic fan? No. I don't know if they exist. I, I think they went extinct when Dwight Howard left. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen one other than that and Mac. Um, yeah, it's. But I, I would say the match. But they're finally committing to uh, to the good the good word, which is tank with a purpose. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll on our next cast. We'll be talking a lot more about younger younger prospects, sophomore, freshman year players, and mm-hmm. they got a number of them. So they do. When we, uh, when we get good to that ones. one and get back to you, we'll. Uh, We'll get into it. So, until then, peace.